Hello beautiful people, welcome to the Kamiya Healing Podcast. My name is Safa and today I'm going to be talking about what to do when you are feeling stuck. And that could be you feeling stuck with life. That's what I'm going to be focusing on in this specific podcast. So we all have times when we feel like things are not moving at the pace that we really would like or we're not progressing in certain areas that we would like to. We're feeling kind of stuck, stagnant. Now, the first thing to do is to look at the environment that we're in and ask ourselves, is this environment supporting me in the ways that I need to be supported for the best of me to really shine through? And the environment is often our physical environment. So, for example, if you're finding that you're in a physical environment that is maybe chaotic or unstructured or maybe even things like your house is a bit of a mess and you just can't find the energy to tidy it or you're feeling like you've not really been nourishing yourself with the foods that you know your body really needs, you can't really bring yourself to to make those foods. So you're finding environmentally you're feeling very, very um, stuck the first thing that you can look at and to make those changes is really in your physical environment. So what I like to do might sound pretty basic, but is to clean the house, clean your environment where you live and see how you feel once you do that. So doing a really deep clean of your house may not sound like the most spiritual thing in the world, but We've got to work from the base level and the base level is the material level. So start there. When you've got your house, your physical environment in order, when you've got your um, your structure in order, when you've organised your daily schedule, these things are really vital to support a, a deeper inquiry. So a lot of the time people come in with I can't, I can't go deeper because I'm just so busy with work. And then when I come home, I've got to cook the dinner and I've got the kids and I just never get any time to myself to meditate or to do any journaling. And by the time I get an hour to myself, I'm exhausted and it's time to go to bed. And this is an indication that you can bring some structure and order to your daily routine. And you can actually look at what's working for you and what's not working for you. And I'm going to do a separate podcast on that to actually show you a way to figure out where your time and your energy is actually going. Because a lot of the time we're spending energy on things that are not serving us. So structuring your day, structuring your environment, cleaning and making sure that your environment is harmonious is my first tip. My second tip is to start to write things down. Often when we feel stuck, we go and ruminate in our heads and we go round and round in these circles about how stuck we are and how things are not progressing. And when we get stuck in our head about it, it kind of amplifies our emotional state. And if that emotional state feels heavy, we're kind of amplifying the difficult emotions. We're amplifying the density and the stuckness and... We can do that for a period of time. Sometimes we need to do that to really recognise that we're about to find an inflection point. We're about to embark on 
a change. So writing things down helps you to get it out of your head where it's going round and round and get it onto a piece of paper where you can actually objectively look at it and start to be a little bit more, have a bit more space within yourself. So once it's all down on paper, that's when you can really reflect more objectively. So that's my second tip. My third tip is to get in touch with your emotions. And for many people, it's easier said than done. Getting in touch with your emotions, and I often recommend this to my clients, so if you've worked with me, you'll know that this is a one thing that I ask you to, to do if you're getting to a point where you're really stuck emotionally. The one thing I will ask you to do, especially if you're, if you're unable to recognise what emotions you're feeling, is to wake up every day and just write what emotion you're feeling. Just write it down on a piece of paper and leave it. The next day, do the same. Write it down on a piece of paper. Do that for one week. You wake up every day and you just write down the emotion that you're feeling. And you don't have to do it straight thing in the morning. You can do it at any point in the day. But let it be an honest reflection of how you are feeling. And at the end of the week, have a look at what you've written down and see if there are themes. If every day you've been feeling sad, then you've got a really good thread to explore. You've got a thread of insight there that there's some sadness that you can explore. Maybe you want to start to now understand where that sadness is coming from or what has created this this pattern where you feel sad and it's really difficult for you to actually feel it. So that's another tip. And these things that I'm suggesting, these three things, they don't they don't cost any money. In fact, they're going to save you money. So start to do the things that are easily accessible, material, free, and are going to help you to get clarity that will enable you to go deeper. And I, don't, I only share what I do myself. So I share these techniques with you guys because, first of all, I use them. And second of all, they work. So I'm a pretty simple person. If I, if I do something and it works, then I want to do more of it. So I hope that when you do try these, you'll see for yourself. The other thing I want to say about feeling stuck is that sometimes it's a comfort to be there in that stuckness. Sometimes it keeps us in certain ways feeling safe because it means we're not venturing into new territory that can feel unknown and maybe threatening or maybe uncertain. So understanding what this stuckness is actually bringing to you, what, how, it's, how it's giving you something unconsciously that you're, that you're needing, it can really help you to deepen your inquiry. So for example, sometimes I work with clients and they say, well, actually feeling stuck, I've been feeling stuck for so many years, this is how I've been feeling. And what I'm noticing now by doing this exercise is that it's giving me quite a lot that I've not been able to meet within myself in other ways. So it gives me safety. It gives me certainty. It keeps my household in a particular resonance or structure. And I'm scared that if I was to change, 
things might start changing around me. My relationships might start changing. My um, career might change. And that scares me. So sometimes feeling stuck can actually be giving you something that you need. And safety and security are the base level needs that we all have as human beings. But when we find ways to meet them that are more harmonious, that are more expansive, and by expansive I mean rather than constricting our options, it leads to a expansion in our options and perspective. What that can do is actually allow us to take that path deeper into our flow, deeper into our progress. Then I'm going to invite you to, once you've done that practice, to start to look at what does bring you into a flow state. So are there certain activities that you know really support you to feel like you're moving in a certain direction? Are there certain activities that support your flow? There are certain activities that make you feel really good about yourself and like you are progressing. One really basic example from my own life is having my admin really well organised. And those of you that know me know that I, I love my, my structure. I love having everything really clearly laid out so I don't have to be hunting for information. I don't have to be rummaging through drawers to find documents. I have, you know, everything documented and charted and I love my Excel sheets. And that's because it's allowing me to feel organised and clear. When I'm organised and clear... I can flow much more easily. I don't have to get stuck on these kind of what I consider like distractions and inconveniences that could be very easily sorted out by implementing a process. So recognising it might be something like for me, it's the admin aspect, you know, because of, you know, the nature of being an entrepreneur and doing running your own business, you have you you do everything. So being really organized is something that helps me to then be more creative in my life, to to have more space to do the other things that I love to do, dream up new ideas, etc. You might find that actually what what's really helping you, what you've found in the past that's helped you perhaps has been um perhaps g- dancing. I hear that a lot. Um, dancing is a great one because it really gets things moving. You might say, okay, well, I know that when I dance, I feel, I really feel like I'm so much more in flow. I feel more grounded. I feel more connected. That's a great idea to, to, um, to, to start to at least consciously recognize what these things are so that you can weave them in to that daily routine. And for all of us and different points in our life, these things are going to look different. Another thing that helps me to feel really um, like in a flow, in a state of flow, etc., is um, is you know maybe small thing like having having my cup of chai in the morning that I make, you know, from scratch. I love to make my own homemade Indian chai and put all of my spices and all my adaptogenics in, and I I really cherish and value the whole process of making it and nourishing myself and how I feel afterwards, and that's something that I know really, really supports my nervous system and really, really supports 
the way I want to feel during the day, things like meditation, etc. So these are, it's not called self-care for no reason. It's self-care, but with a purpose. It's self-care with a, it's conscious self-care. It's not just, well, I've heard self-care is I should really take a salt bath and light a candle. And that's apparently going to make me feel better because people talk about that. Well, I'm encouraging you to actually find your own unique um, experiences, your own unique practices that get you into that state of awareness and become aware of them. And finally, when you are feeling really, really stuck, recognising that this is naturally part of your human experience and that you're not alone, that everybody has times in their life when they feel like that, that can also be supportive. So sometimes, you know, just asking a friend or someone you really trust and can confide in that's not going to judge you, you can just maybe ask them, like, have you ever felt like you've been stuck in life or what do you do when you feel stuck? Or have you ever had that feeling? And, and what are some of the things that have helped you move through that? So connecting openly vulner- with vulnerability and consciously will help you to get back from people the resonance that you need to inspire you rather than just calling someone up and talking about what a shit show your day was and how stressed you are with the kids and how your partner's not doing what he said he would do and it's kind of a bit of a chore like that's called venting and dumping and fine there might be an element of bonding that you can get through that but it's difficult for inspiration to come through that conversation it's a much more different conversation if you ask somebody that you trust you say can you talk to me about a time in your life when you felt really stuck and I want to just hear about what you did for yourself how you moved through it and what important lessons that you learned not only will you support someone to open up about their own deeper experience and build a bond there, but you might actually get some ideas for what you can do in your own life. I also want to say that we never stay stuck unless we're really in a pattern that is keeping us there because of safety and security and we just really cannot do that the practices that I've mentioned in this podcast, if we really don't want to go through that process of bringing awareness in and we just want to stay in that place of, well, I'm just stuck and this is just the way it is, we will remain there. So we have to start taking these steps. And when we do, we start to recognise that progress is in our hands. We have the capacity to move and shape and change and we are at some level always open for this change and that's why you're listening to this podcast because at some level it resonates with you the desire for flow and for change remember that every day is presenting you with a different learning opportunity not necessarily a different abundant opportunity because sometimes it doesn't feel like that every day is presenting you with a, a set of learning opportunities and just because you feel stuck or confused one day however cliche that it might may sound the next day 
is a completely new day. Yes, we often do roll in and bring in our, our stuff from the days, if not the weeks, months and years before, because this is the nature of the human identity. However, if we're willing to open up to this idea, and it may just be an idea at first rather than an embodiment, opening up to the idea that we're always changing and give, being given the opportunity for change. We're always being given the opportunity to learn something today. And we embrace the day saying, actually, I'm willing, I'm really open to learning about myself today and what I can do for myself to get unstuck. Because what we then do is we start to experience shorter cycles. So our cycles will become shorter and therefore we, we stay stuck in that place for a shorter amount of time. We start to feel more equipped to move through periods of stuckness because we remember, okay, I remember I was stuck at that point in my life, but actually I didn't stay there for years like I used to in my 20s, for example. I actually managed to move through that within a couple of months. And here were the things I did. Or it may even be, actually, I remember I felt like that for three days, but then it changed, it shifted. So I'm not here to tell you that, don't worry, you know, every day's a new day and the next day is, you know, things can shift magically. I mean, of course they can, but what's more magic is the awareness that you can bring to the shift and when you're conscious about that, then you can start to replicate. And when you can replicate your own methods and practices to help you move through anything that you're experiencing in your life, that's when you will become your own coach, your own healer, your own um, teacher. And everyone has it in them to be able to tap into this. But often we don't codify, we don't write things down we don't really um recognize that there has been a process and then we don't analyze the process so yes there has been a process i can recognize that i've changed and now i'm in a different place but i have no idea what i did well that's not going to help when it comes to the next challenge that the that life throws at you so the more we become self-aware self-resourcing the deeper we can allow ourselves to embrace any adversity and we have tools and these tools are in our awareness. We have a toolbox. The more we can become aware of the toolbox we have and how sharp our tools are, the easier it is to construct what we want or deconstruct what we don't want. And it's the same as having a toolbox in your house. If you keep your tools in a box and you have no idea what's in there or whether they're sharp or how to use them or if they even work, it's very difficult then when you have a leak to know where to go. You'll be flapping around, maybe even calling up expensive plumbers to come and fix your leak. Or if it's a smaller job, you know, you, you may have all the best of intentions to fix it yourself. But you go to the toolbox and half the things are missing. You can't remember where you left the spanner. You can't remember where the drill bits are. 
now what? You're left with a drill with no drill bits. You can't, you can't find the spanner. You've got bits of old stuff in there that you've not used in ages. So it goes, this is an analogy, but it has practical implication. And it goes back to the environmental um, point I made at the beginning of this podcast, where if you keep things organized in your daily life, then it becomes much more easy and accessible to find them when you need them. And our internal toolbox, our internal practices and levels of awareness and internal processes around our own healing are similar. They reside in the toolbox of our consciousness and we can continue to clarify and sharpen and rely Make sure what we're using is reliable and that will really, really help when it comes to being able to accept that. Yes, I have tools to drive change. I have tools to fix what is in front of me right now that feels unfixable. So developing physical, emotional and also energetic skills and processes and levels of awareness specifically by writing things down so that you know what's working and what's not working is really really going to help i have personally used these techniques and they really really work for me so i apply them to my personal life i apply them to my home organization i apply them to my business organization and I always believe that these are ever-evolving tools. So just because you've done this exercise, this practice, listen to this podcast, listen to it once, great, you get something from it. Remember to keep it as a practice and keep refining your approaches. Keep going back to, like, every few months you're revisiting, okay, is my environment supportive? If not, what do I need to do? Am I aware of what emotion I'm feeling right now? If I'm not, what do I, what's the one thing I can do to get more in touch with my inner realm, which is so, so important. And, and then really recognizing that you have the tools and you can keep them consistent by staying aware that you have them and then by using them and by documenting what's working, what's not working. When we know what isn't working so well and why it's not working so well, that's when we can do something. If we don't know because we've never reflected or analysed, it's very difficult to improve or to know what to do. So it's like another analogy. You guys know I love my analogies. They come out of nowhere. I honestly don't know where they come from, but cooking is a very you know similar is a very great approach to illustrate this in a similar way. You might know what goes in to make an amazing banana bread because you made it the other day and it tasted so good. You wanted to share it with everyone. Great. But you didn't have, you didn't make any mental notes about what you put in there. You just went with the flow. And then two weeks later, somebody says, oh, hey, can you, can you bake that amazing banana bread for us? Because we're having a party and we'd love you to bring that banana bread. And you're really busy, but you really do want to help and you want to bake the bread. And you can't remember. You can't remember anything. So now you spend time, you're going on 
internet, you're searching for recipes, you're faffing around in the cupboards, you're trying to figure out what works, you're now looking for a recipe, you're thinking, will it work as well? Similar process. Why do you have to go through all of that? You did something well, you knew it worked, write it down. This is what worked well for me. This is, in the future, I could try to do this. So that's an analogy. I hope it helps. I love cooking and I don't always write down my crazy recipes and things I, things I come up with, but I make a mental note about how things taste, how much I enjoyed it, what I put in it, whether it could be... I always like to substitute things, so I always like to use a healthy alternative or something more nourishing for my body. So I might say, okay, well, this has worked really well. This made me feel really good. And maybe next time I'm going to try to incorporate more of X ingredient and take out Y ingredient. So then I know I go back to the kitchen in a few months time and I have an idea. I want to taste that. I want to have that great feeling again. Well, now I know. I know what to do. I know that for my mental note, it's there in my memory. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do that little experiment. I don't have to rebake everything, recreate everything from scratch. I just have to make that tweak. So when we learn how to optimize our own processes, and I mean, of course, cooking is great, but the bigger the process, the bigger the responsibility, the more you want to have documented, the more you want to have awareness of the process. You can apply this to your inner healing. You can apply this to a project that you're doing, perhaps. The more you're aware of, in terms of what's working, what's not working, what the opportunities are, so what the strengths are, what the weaknesses are, what the opportunities are, then it becomes so much easier to improve. It becomes actually a joy rather than a burden and it becomes more effortless because you already have the foundation there. So if you're listening to this, I hope that this has supported and inspired you to remember that You are an agent of change and you are not going to stay stuck for long if you take certain small steps that can be a great joy and you implement and you practice them and you try them out. Then you will be able to really embody the fact that every day is a new learning opportunity and is going to bring up a different opportunity for you. Every day is different and you will change. So you're not going to stay in the same place if you let yourself recognize that change is ever present. And when you do this, you will find your cycles shorten and actually you sit down after a couple of days or three days and you're like, wow, things feel so different today. Rather than being stuck and feeling heavy and confused or burdened, etc. I actually feel the horizon. I actually feel some clarity. I feel like there's actually hope that's coming in for me. So all these things are, are shifting moment to moment and codifying them, figuring out how you relate to these things and optimizing your own processes around you and within you are really supportive to help you get unstuck and move forward. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please let me know. And I love hearing from you guys. It really, really fills me with joy when you let me know what's working for you, what you need more of. And 
it's an honour to create these podcasts for you. So I hope you enjoy listening to them. And yeah, please listen to some of the other podcasts that I've got on here, such as that can be supportive for your daily routine, such as how to find ritual and create ritual in your everyday life and the value of that. That's another really great one. Or how to experiment without expectation. So without this feeling of needing to be right or wrong, just how to get into the flow of enjoying your own little experiments within yourself. And it may seem daunting at first, but I want to remind you, and I often do remind um, remind people when they tell me that they're stuck or they're too scared to do something. I was terrified to start a podcast. I hated the sound of my own voice. It was a big deal for me to even share something from my heart that I felt worked for me without having a whole load of thoughts that people would think I'm crazy, etc, etc. And to be honest, it's really helped me and it's also helped a lot of people who listen to this podcast and resonate and it resonates with them. So you wouldn't be listening to this if I had stopped myself and got stuck in my own fear and self-limiting beliefs. And trust me, we all have them. So the reason why you're listening to this and it's resonating with you and you're feeling inspired and you're like, yes, okay, you know what? I can do these small practices every day and I can see an experiment. Will they work for me? The only reason why you're listening to this is because I've been through this process myself and have had to face and step into my own fear So it is possible and amazing things can come out of it when you do start to do it and judge yourself less and focus on creating and what brings you joy instead of worrying about how things will be received or how it will go, whether it will be a huge success or not. Like don't worry about those things. Just worry about the the energy and intention that you're putting into something and whether it feels really right for you so i hope you enjoyed this and i can't wait to see you on the next podcast if you are interested in learning more about my work and how i work experiencing it for yourself please come along to the group healing sessions they take place every month and they are all inclusive people from all around the world coming together in a beautiful sacred healing space and experiencing very deep and profound healing work So I invite you to come along, try it out for yourself and I'll see you on the next one.